Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Let me say it one more time. Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Flowood Studios at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza out here in Florida, Mississippi. Hope everybody's having a great morning. I know I am. Got up, man. It's nice. It's actually cool again outside. Felt good. Uh, had a nice ride in this morning. No uh, traffic stuff to be aware of. Not coming my direction anyhow. Got to jam out some good music. And here I am. So look, you guys know, anytime. The hashtag good guys win again. We're going to lead with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Last night as I was going to bed, I was kind of fumbling around there on the Twitters. And I saw WLBT, I think, broke a story. It says, um, what's the headline here? Adult in custody after sending kids inside Byron Walmart to shoplift. Led to pursuit that ended in you know where. Jackson. Hashtag escape to Jackson. Foiled again by the good guys. We don't give, we don't talk a lot about Byron PD, but, um, not to be outdone by our other local surrounding towns. Byron PD. Shout out to them this morning. Let's see here. Let's read the story. Three juveniles were charged with shoplifting and an adult faces multiple charges after a series of events Tuesday night that began in Byron, in the Byron Walmart. And continued with a police chase into dun, 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 Jackson. James Jackson, well, that's ironic, was apprehended by police off West Woodrow Wilson in West Woodrow Wilson Avenue in North Jackson around 7:30 p.m. He has been charged with three counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor, child endangerment, DUI, traffic offenses felony fleeing, resisting arrest, and shoplifting, according to Byron Police. Now, you know, he'll be, I'm sure he'll be bonded out by lunch today. Somebody will start a GoFundMe. Free, uh, free JJ. Free my dog JJ. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, great job to Byron and Woodrow Wilson there, man. Sounds like Capitol Police may have um, gotten involved in that. In that area, that is the... Inside their their zone there. So good job to them. All right. If you guys want to chime in this morning, we'd love to hear from y'all. The Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line is 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. Hope you guys got out and supported Guns and Gear through the Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping holidays. You can always shop them online at gunsandgearms.com or, of course, in person right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. They're located right next door to Little Willie's Meat Market. Or should I say Little Willie's Meat Market is located right next door to Guns and Gear. But the text line is 769-241-1944. 
And I, just a, a quick heads up here. I, I, some of you folks are calling me on the text line, and it, 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 it ain't set up to work like that. So if you're trying to call me, just shoot me a text on the text line, and then we'll arrange calling from another number. But it gets convoluted. It doesn't sound right. It's a, it's a Google voice number, so it's kind of weird. Anyway, thought I would say that real quick. Also, since we're going to talk about good guys winning again, we can't have that conversation without talking about Tate Reeves dragging his proverbial, you know, across um, Shockway. So I'm sitting there minding my own business yesterday at work, reading the Bible, and I get a breaking news thing. I follow Tate, so I get a notification anytime he tweets or whatever. And it says here on Twitter, it is excellent news for anyone who cares about the people of Jackson that the mayor will no longer be overseeing the city's water system. It is now out of the city's control and will be overseen by a federal court. So y'all bear with me for just a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this here. It said it, it, it has been a chaotic, this is a statement from Tate. It has been a chaotic series of months. While the state has assumed their responsibility, the people on the ground who rushed to help were floored by the negligence. They did heroic work to fix so many broken things and support the frontline city workers who had been abandoned. We committed millions of dollars from taxpayers across Mississippi to solve this crisis of incompetence. I love that. The crisis of incompetence. I need to put that on a t-shirt. In less than 72 hours after the emergency was declared, water pressure was returned to the city. Days later, the boil water was lifted. Boil water alert was lifted. We distributed millions of dollars and millions in water via the National Guard to ensure people could flush their toilets and drink safe water. You may remember that the mayor injected further chaos into the story by undermining the EPA's request for the state to find a maintenance contract for the city. He insisted that he must direct the payments. Since that stunt and our subsequent decision to set to set an end date for our running of their system, the federal government accelerated their efforts to put some competent, someone competent in charge. Their order was filled and made, or I'm sorry, their order was filed and made public today. The system could be out of the city's, out of city politicians' hands very soon. The state of emergency came to an end last week, but I have authorized MEMA to commit another $240,000 from the state's disaster mitigation fund for maintenance as a bridge between today and the new leadership. This should help close out this chapter without further chaos. More work to do, but it is very promising that this problem is now going to be solved outside of the city's back rooms. I'm very proud of what everyone has done to come together and fix a long-standing issue and ensure that Jackson and corruption cannot keep the people of Jackson from accessing clean water. And now, I do want to say one thing here. I find it mighty um, funny, and I don't know if I necessarily 100% believe when it says someone competent is going to be in charge because the federal government put them in the position I don't have a whole lot of trust in the federal government's competency right now. But I will definitely take anything. Here's what I want to see. It's just at the end of the day, I want to make sure 
that these crooks, these criminals, these child murdering, I can't even say the word that I want to say, these these folks running Jackson, whether it be the quote-unquote politicians or the people standing behind the politicians at all the press rallies and press conferences like a certain pastor we talked about yesterday, I want to make sure they aren't benefiting from this nonsense. That's all they're worried about. That is all they care about is how they going to get theirs. Not how the people of Jackson are going to get their water. That's irrelevant. How are they going to get their hands on that money? That is all they care about. I was talking to a friend of mine last night. And she brought up an amazing point. Or we were just talking about something. We kind of both landed in the same spot. We were talking about Brian Flowers and this lawsuit or this whole battle they got going on with the Hines County election stuff. Now, look, at the end of the day, Brian lost that election. I mean, that, it doesn't matter how many times you count the votes, all that stuff. At the end of the day, Brian lost that election. But I, I like that they're pushing forward with this and they're taking some arrows and everybody's trying to defame them and this, that, and the other. But here's the thing. You have to let these folks in Hines County know you're watching them. Like, I see you. They've got the system so rigged over there, it's not to keep Republicans from winning. A Republican ain't winning anything in a Hines County election. It's to keep the black Democrats out that they don't want in. That ain't, that ain't down for the calls. That ain't down for the, for the corruption. They don't need anybody coming in and cleaning this thing up. That's why that system in Hines County is so screwed up. And when you have an election like you did this past one, where you had a conservative running against Benny, and we're just going to use this election as an example, I'm sure it's ripe through the whole system. Because I can't imagine Chalkway really got 93% of the votes. Let's just, let's just be honest here. I mean, I know there's some stupid people in Jackson, but I, I just can't fathom they're that stupid. But... It's a, it's a test run, like I said, to keep the people they don't want running out. Because if anybody with any sense ever stumbles into this thing and really finds all the corruption that's going on in Jackson, they would have to build a new wing to Parchman to put them all in. And don't think Clay Edwards ain't pulling for that. You shouldn't be able to do that. You should not be able to get rich blatantly off the backs of other folks. You same folks hollering and crying about Brett Favre, but what about Brett Favre? But what about Brett Favre? I don't want to hear nothing about Brett Favre until you look at Jackson. Fix Hines County. Fix the corruption in Jackson. Then talk to me about Brett Favre. Don't do that sleight of hand. Look over here. Look over here while I steal from over here. Look over here. Ooh, rich white guy. Rich white guy stole from poor people. Hell, all them black politicians in Jackson are stealing from poor people every day. You don't seem to care. As long as they look like you. As long as they look like you. It's okay. That, I'm telling y'all. That would never fly. In a suburb. It would never fly. I don't really want to use any mayors by name because I don't want this to get clipped out and edited that Clay said. But just for example, 
um, people of Pearl, people of Brandon, if one of those mayors or city or that city council or alderman, whatever they are, alderman, if they were pulling this nonsense, they would be gone. They would be in jail. It would not be allowed. The citizens would not put up with it. The sheriffs over there would not put up with it. Crazy. But ain't that ain't happening over there, by the way. But it's just mind-boggling that the folks in Jackson are, are co-signing on their own destruction. Then they have these little rallies. The audacity of what's really going on is mind-boggling. The audacity of the mayor's sister and her poor people's campaign and all those oppressed for a living folks marching to the Capitol and around the governor's mansion with their Monday marches or whatever it's called. Talking about free the land, free the water, give the city all the money, full control of the money. When it's them that have squandered all the money when they've had control of it. When it's them that the reason they actually tried to make the water free. And that's what's one of the things that's got them in this nonsense with that billing fiasco. Whew. I could, I could, you get me on Jackson water and Jackson corruption. I mean, it, it, there's two sets of rules in this country. There's no laws for the Democrats. They can do whatever they want, especially black ones. Because nobody's anybody scared of being called a racist for calling them out on it. Ask me, I know. Then there's ones for conservatives of any race. If you put, if if you got an R by your name, or you just ain't completely far left nut job that cosigns on all the rainbow trans bag of skittles nonsense. Us folks have different laws, like all of them. We have to abide by all of them, or we end up in jail. Whew. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Phone lines wide open, text line wide open. Open forum this morning, too. We'll be right back. 1039 WYAB. Rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Hey, man, a roof repair can cause you a lot of stress. Don't sweat it. Get in touch with Watkins Construction and Roofing. A lot of storms came through last night. So if you're listening to this show anywhere in Mississippi, from South Haven to the coast, a lot of damage last night. Give Watkins Construction and Roofing a shout today. Let them come out and get you a complimentary roof assessment. You can find them online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com. All right, on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. He's all he sat on hold all the way through that break. We got Derek. Hey, good morning, Derek. Hey, good morning, brother. Uh, hey, nothing hits close to home to that point where you talk about they they don't have to live by no rules and the laws don't apply to them. Just look what, look at how um, he has to cater to the look at look what's going on with the railroad um, workers and, the, and their union. Now, you know, he said he's so gung-ho union, but he knows that they're acting for some unrealistic things. And now you got to be passive because this is a, uh, a monster that you created. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, he, he said, well, I'm, I, I'm still my anti-union stance. 
But yeah, you don't know what to do now because one of your own is not doing what you want them to do. No. You they, know what I mean? He wants the unions to strike. Make no doubt about this. He whatever further destroys America and drives us into oblivion, he wants that. But he just he 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 bribed the those railroad unions to not strike until after the midterms. And now yeah. you're gonna see it all come unraveled. Exactly. But you know you know you know a company that I gotta respect and that's the hostess company, you know, and I and like you like you, I grew up with Twinkies. Do you remember when the unions tried to bully a hostess around? They shut the whole thing down, let everybody go, and about what, about two or three years later went back in business with a whole new crew, whole new staff. Yep. And, and that's how you gotta do it. You gotta give those unions the finger, man. And and these um Groups that don't want to do right by the people, it's up to the people to start voting them out. They don't, you know, that's what I was talking in that first segment about this Hines County debacle with the election stuff. They've got this system so rigged over here. They, and like I say, it's not to keep Republicans out because they know they ain't got a chance of winning. It's to keep the straight Democrats out if there is such a thing. Well, well Clay, um, I'm not going to say any names, but there's a certain election commissioner that I that I was on their side, but now I'm starting to raise eyebrows at them. And you, I don't need to call that that name out, do I? I mean, you can if you want to. Uh, I, I think I'm going to reserve that. I mean, like I said, it's just a raised eyebrow right now. Yeah, I got raised eyebrows about the whole about the whole thing. There's nothing you could tell me from a corruption standpoint that I wouldn't believe at this point. Because that whole thing about you know, I, I'll just come back in the morning and count votes. I mean. May not may it may be legal, but it ain't. It's not ethical. You, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. It, it just don't look right. You know, yeah. just because you can do something, don't mean it's the best thing to do. Well, they don't care. That's at the end of the day, they don't care, and they're being paid by somebody not to care. And, and you know, but it's just like a lot of these businesses you go to now. Like if you pay for a full lube job, I found out the hard way that I wasn't getting a full lube job. All my um alamites were dry as a bone. Uh, my ball joints that I hadn't had replaced not too long ago, bone dry. And I call this name. I've been paying Walmart for years for a full lube job, and they haven't been doing it. Well, everybody's getting a lube job in Jackson right now. <laughs> I hear you. Hey, you have a good day, brother. You too, Derek. Thanks, brother. All right, we got another caller here on line two on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, Clay. It's Scott. Good morning. Hey, hey, brother. How you doing? Doing good. Yeah, I was I was gonna, you know, comment on what you talked about uh, uh, with with the, the conditions of the Hines County and, and the city of Jackson. Uh, to dovetail on Derek's point, though, you know, George Soros does own all those uh, those railroads, and that's one reason why uh, the moment uh, Biden got in office, he he stopped uh, further, you know, uh, progress on the on that, uh, you know oil line coming from canada yes uh, and and again that's another reason why president trump knew we needed that it's not under the control of the unions it's not at the mercy of a union strike now all the oil again wait your your fuel prices are going to spike some more and inflation is going to continue the fed can't do anything about it when fuel prices is tied to every goods and services that everybody has anything to do with uh, interest rates are just going to continue to go up. Uh, e- even though the economy will slow, when fuel continues to go up, um, it's, you know, interest rates, 
they're not going to be able to do anything about inflation. Uh, those two things are too uh, intrinsically tied together. Anecdotally, though, you're right. Uh, we citizens over here in Rankin County, we, we could see anecdotally when we just look around, we can tell that our tax dollars are being spent on the things they're supposed to be spent on. You know, uh, the cost of a car tag in Rankin County compared to Hines County is night and day. And, you know, that's and that's road and privilege tax. I mean, that goes to the roads. I was driving up recently from South Mississippi, 55 north, and coming through Byram. And as soon as I got to where I'm pretty sure is where Jackson's maintenance responsibilities start on I-55, those lights in the middle of what's still a relatively new, you know, I-55 project, all those lights in the middle of the road, and it's nighttime because, you know, it gets dark ridiculous early now it uh, you know you four five six lights in a row in the center of the interstate just weren't working i get to the interchange right there at i-20 those big light trees not a single one was on there's i could see about four of them not a single light on any of the trees were on yeah they've stolen the copper out of them i take out 20 go to rankin county as soon as i get under the stack all of the light trees are lit up Every one of them, as soon as you get to Pearl, lit up. There might be one bulb out on a tree, but you get there, you keep going airport road, you keep going, all those lights work. And that's just that's just a purpose. Drive through Jackson at night, Jacksonians. Drive through and just look at all those lights that are out. Oh, I talk about it every morning, coming through, coming I-20 west from, from Rankin County. When you get to the – when you get over the bridge, and especially as you go, start going over – Valley Street there, right before Ellis Avenue, it's it's one of the most dangerous interchanges. The way it kind of S curves and it's banked and it's rough, it's in bad shape, and that falls on M dot. By the way, M dot, if y'all are listening, do something. But um, the street lights are all out there. It's the darkest section of interstate in Mississippi, or in dang sure in a metropolitan area. Somebody's gonna die. They got to figure out how to get those lights working through there. They're like, well, crack kids keep stealing the copper and, and we're not, we're, we're not going to keep fixing it. Yes, you are. You knew you, you either you figure out a solution or you put, you, you, you can't tell people, well, just cause crack kids keep stealing the copper. We ain't going to fix it. You, you have to oh, fix there, it. There, there are things you can do to, to make those light holes secure. Absolutely. There, you can move, move the stuff up out of reach for starters. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are things that can be done. They're just, they're just not doing it. And I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I, I'm not entirely sure. Does MDOT directly do the work in Jackson on the interstates, or does Jackson get that money from MDOT and their and their road crews are responsible? I don't know that. The interstates are, are handled from from federal, uh, federal and state money. I, I forget the exact inner workings, but the city has nothing to do with it. Well, I. That odd thing is you couldn't tell by driving through Jackson. It seems like for some reason, you know, I mean, those roofs are rough on the interstate. But they resurfaced all of 55 and 20 a couple years ago. Like the whole loop around Jackson got resurfaced. It's probably been five, ten years now. But they didn't do part of that I-20 through that Valley Street area. The roads are coming apart there. And they've built new bridges and done all kind of things. And uh, just where the bridges meet, it's terrible. Yeah, 
And another thing I'd like to see, uh, some of the bigger cities like New Orleans and Memphis and Baton Rouge, they've got those, uh, they've got those complimentary roadside assistance vehicles that patrol. Um, that, to me, that's something the Jackson metro area needs, the tri-county area needs. It. And because so many people in Rankin County and in Madison County have to drive through Jackson and work in Jackson, uh, it, been, it behooves everybody, all three counties, to get together and say, you know, we need to have a few of those vehicles out there because that, that hurts traffic and slows things down. And it takes up law enforcement who have to stop and deal with it when you could have one of those, you know, roadside assistance vehicles out there with a tank, uh, little gas can and say, hey, I'll help you out. Come on, you know. Yep. Uh, and that's something that, that I think – and that. I just think it would help everybody, yeah, I, but nobody's nobody's looking for solutions like that. You don't hear anybody taking the good things that are happening in other communities and trying to bring them here to the Jackson area. That makes too much sense. Scott, got to take a break, brother. Great call. Yeah. Thanks. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services, local and family-owned for the last 35-plus years right here in Central Mississippi, founded in 1987 by Eric Knight. And, man, it's been rocking and rolling ever since, keeping folks safe, getting your home wired up, getting cameras, the whole nine yards. Look, they're an Alarm.com official service provider for over 15 years now. Uh, that is industry leading right there. They offer indoor, outdoor cameras, security systems, uh, remote gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. Residential and commercial service available. I recommend going to their website, checking out some of the products they offer at Watchman Secure. Dot com. They're locally owned, family owned, and uh, they support us here at WYAB. We want to make sure that we are supporting them. And look, I don't have to tell you, it don't matter where you live, whether it's Jackson, Madison, Rankin, we all need to keep an eye on what's going on in our homes, especially if we're not there during the day. Or say you got some kids, teenagers in particular, they running amok in your house after school, keep a camera on them. It'll tune them up quick. Never hurts none. We'll let Watchman Security Services help you out with that. WatchmanSecure.com. All right. So yesterday, sitting there at work. Actually, it happened right after the radio show. <clears throat> Get a notification that JPD has found two shot-to-death young teenagers in a wrecked car on Clinton Boulevard. Two more teenagers, I think 16, 17 years old, something like that. That brings it to 127 homicides for the year. Now, you know, I keep up with this stuff pretty good here. So for some perspective, and we talked about this yesterday with a different set of numbers, but we'll update it here for those who may have missed the show. The same date in history last year, we read 130 homicides. So we're only three off from from the year-to-date pace, and there's still 
what, another day or two left in the month? When's the first? The first is tomorrow. So you still got today to tie that up or get it close. But I say all that to say we finished y'all last year with the record-breaking 153 homicides. There were 23 homicides in December. That is almost a murder a day in December. That's what propelled it to um, 153. And I'm just sitting here thinking about it. 2020 was the standard the standard bearer for a whole year. We had never broke 100 before. 2020, we got to 123. We've already broken that. So no matter what happens, 22 is at minimum going to be the second deadliest year in the history of Jackson, at least post-Reconstruction. That is mind-boggling. And it's just like, who, nobody cares. I mean, I know people care. That's, that's the wrong thing to say. The people who are in charge don't care. They don't. Now, look, I'm, I'm going to beat this drum all I can. This no chase policy, this no pursuit policy that JPD has, this edict from the mayor's office, made no mistake, from the mayor's office, is the reason that 12-year-old boy got killed in that quote-unquote game of Russian roulette, which come to find out, of course, we know that ain't what happened. Those folks had killed somebody a week or two or however prior, stole his car, run around Jackson, get in a pursuit with the police, and when the police felt like the pursuit was getting too dangerous, they just did their stop deal where they stopped pursuing. Then those folks kill that young boy. You know, I don't like playing a lot of whataboutisms and what ifs and this, that, and the other. But I think it's pretty safe assumption to assume that if the police had got had pulled them over, followed through with that pursuit, that that 12-year-old boy would still be alive today. That is negligence. And if I'm an attorney, I'm figuring out a way. There's some crooked judges in Hines County. You can probably get one of them in the probably get one of them to go along with you if they get the right cut. They love suing the city's insurance company. That's why Anthony Fox is in jail right now. So they can sue the city's insurance company for wrongful death. He is a sacrificial lamb for these lawyers and judges to get their cut. Of a, of a wrongful death lawsuit. It wasn't about social justice. It wasn't about anything. It was a, well, slightly. They kind of killed two birds with one stone. You can get a, you get a great cop out the system. I'd let Anthony Fox must have known too much. He must have known about some of the city of Jackson, some of the leaders' drug connections. I'm really beginning to wonder. Hashtag pray for Anthony Fox. It was his birthday last week. Happy belated birthday to Anthony Fox. Man. But to my point, blood on the hands of Chalkway. Bathing in the blood of that of that boy. All on his hands. His policies led to his death. His policies have led to the death of 
I mean, I'm just going to make an, an assumption here. His policies have led to the deaths of more African-Americans since he's been in office than the Klan or any white supremacy group could have possibly done. We're going to figure it up real quick. Now, I don't have access to what they what they did for the, over their 50 or so years of running amok over here. But Chakwe got elected in 2017. Let's see here. Put a caller on hold real quick. Caller, stay on hold for one second. In 20... Where's my... Some of these numbers run together. It's like 17 and 18 both had around 84 or so each. That's a... 18 had 84. 21 had 152. They're saying 152. 2020, that's, that's weird. 2020 ended up with 128. One of my years are missing on this thing, so y'all bear with me a little bit. 19 had 74. Suffice to say, it's a, I should have done that during the break, not on live radio. I'll get it figured up and get y'all the number. Over 500. Over 500. I bet you less than five of them were white folks. Let's take a call here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, what's up, brother? Hey, man. Uh, been a while, but hey, uh, you know, you ever watch any Dion's Center videos on YouTube? Who's? Primetime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw one a couple weeks ago. No, the last week. Are you talking about the begging the governor and the mayor to fix the water pressure because he ain't got no water pressure in his facility? Two days later, you start hearing him talks about Colorado State and South Florida. Yep. I've got a feeling that's going to be the uh, the nail in the coffin for him. I think that's what's going to make him actually leave Jackson. And y'all can blame it on Chokeway. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That's going to be it. You yeah. done robbed the guy three times that we know of. You know, in some form or fashion, he's been a victim of crime, and now he can't get water for his players after he gave up half a hour to help y'all with y'all's facilities. So when he leaves, I don't want to hear anybody crying. Y'all can walk up to the mayor's office and thank him. And I'm going to let it go with that. All right, Have brother. a good day, Clay. You too, man. Be good. All right. So I'm figuring out these numbers here. In 2017, there were 64. He was only mayor for about three months, four months. Got you know, got inaugurated in like July 4th weekend. Let's see, 2019, there were 82 homicides. 2019, 82. I know this is riveting radio here as I do math on the air, but I think it's relevant. 2020 this is they have that number is now 126 that is odd all right 120 or maybe i just maybe i was misremembering ain't that what democrats do they misremember i was misremembering 21 i know this number i don't have to look 153 oh you know they don't count one of the mbar murders because jpd wasn't investigating it but here on the clay edwards show we're going to count that one. 
And then currently in 2022, we are sitting at 127. 22, 127. Let me bust out that calculator my teacher told me I would never have in my pocket at all times. And let's do a little math here. Democrats hate math. 127 plus 153 plus 82 plus 84 plus 64. My favorite year for Impalas, a six foe. 480. We will be at 500 by the end of the year. There will be another 23, 24 homicides. I'd be shocked otherwise. I mean, all you need is 20. I'm not pulling for that, by the way. I'm just making a point. Since Chakwe Lumumba became mayor, 500 homicides by the end of the year. Woo! That is something else right there, man. That's just the ones they know about. All right, let's come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. 103, breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. As we get ready to land this plane for the day. Hey, guys, if you're hungry, today's What's for Lunch special is fried pork chops out there at Livingston, at the gathering at Livingston, located on the corner of Highway 463 and 22 in Madison County. Woo-wee. And hey, you know. If uh, the fried pork chop ain't your thing, they got plenty of other options available. You can go to their Facebook page, Google them, check out their menu. I think they have a tomato basil soup all day and some other stuff. But again, today's special is their world famous. Their words, not mine, but I have no doubt about it based on everything else I've had out there. Their famous fried pork chops should be awesome today. I was talking to a friend of mine last night and I was like, I got to get over there and eat that fried pork chop. I tell you what, I had their on the I went on chicken day, and they have Nashville hot as an option. I got that fried chicken. I'm gonna tell you what, forever and ever and ever, I thought the best fried chicken I ever had in Mississippi was at Reed Pierce's in Byron when it was still open. It is now officially the gathering. Their spicy or Nashville hot. I want to say it was Nashville hot chicken. Phenomenal, best fried chicken I've ever eaten. So get out there today for the fried pork chop day. And Friday is Catfish Day. $10 catfish plate. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. All right. So, 480 homicides in Jackson, Mississippi, since Antar took over. I think it's safe to say that 475 of those black folks, men and women, a lot of women get killed in Jackson in gun violence. A lot of women. When is it going to be enough? When are y'all going to start holding these folks accountable? When are y'all going to take y'all pressed for a living marches to the front of City Hall and to the front of the mayor's house? Holler at me when you start doing that. And then I may start listening to you a little bit more. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Jim Thorne is up next. Podcast will be available shortly. ClayEdwardsShow.com or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.